I'd see him sitting on that couch all day long, just staring at that Hollywood hogwash. Our favorite show was Hollywood Hogwash. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Hollywood Hogwash. I'm Andrew Pisano, along with Josh Reese. What's going on? What's up today? I'm just uh, doing everything I can to derail everything we're doing today. I guess. I guess. No, today I'm I'm really hyped, Andrew. Really hyped. We Why? saw a good episode of Better Call Saul. And yes. you know what? We saw an above average indie film. An I... above average indie film that you had to drag me to because I was like, I don't want to see that bullshit. Because we saw the trailer in the theater a couple months ago, and I was like, <laughs> "And I that. said to you, Fuck that. and I said to you, this could be one of those things that looks bad but ends up being awesome." And I was right. And you're right. It looks bad, but it's it's a very serviceable movie. You were cracking very up. Very serviceable. You movie. loved it. Why can't you just admit you loved it? I didn't love it. Look, I loved it. There was there was a lot of good parts, and we're gonna get to it. But we have to get the hogwash first. Don't you, this is my job. <laughs> th- these are my lines, you piece of shit. I was trying to help you out, Andrew. Yes. I'm trying to help you steer the ship to greatness. I don't need We're your help on the way. to steer the ship. I don't need your help to steer anything. There's a reason why I drive whenever we go somewhere. Yeah, what kind of fucking bullshit is that? I can drive. I've had my driver's license since I was 18 years old. So it took you a couple years. It took me a couple years. <laughs> But you know what? I've been an A-OK driver ever since. Okay, that's great. So we're going to review yeah. Better Call Saul. We're going to review uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. But first, we have to cover the Hollywood hogwash. See, I can do it. I don't need your help. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So a new trailer for The Boys was released last week. Yes, and please. Yes, please. Josh hasn't seen it yet, so let's no. watch it together. It's two and a half minutes. Of greatness, I would imagine. Yeah, here we go. So, let me say it again, Cam. I may be a superhero, but I'm also just a man who fell in love with the wrong woman. Just a man who fell for the wrong woman. Uh, fell for the wrong woman. A racist? Out of crisis out of comes change. Out of crisis so, right, comes change. Uh, so I spent the last year really slowing down and reconnecting with myself. And I am very excited for everyone to meet the real me. Oh, dear God. <laughs> he looks the same. <laughs> Something broken. <laughs> he looks very broken. <laughs> Love, mommy, daddy, and all. Hey, oh, oh, oh they're friends now. No killing soups, no drinking. Even follow Hugh Campbell's orders without strangling him. No, you're just being cruel. Or maybe you're not such an asshole. Use the boss? People have superpowers. But real power isn't this. It's the ability to bend the world to your will. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny, everyone. (laughs) The gloves are off. Thought we could fight Thought the right way, but we can't. It's all rigged. We have to do it your way. We're all oh, there's, there she is. The head exploder. I think I have something. Evil AOC. Maybe Evil we can AOC. use it to blow Homelander's fucking brains out. Oh, Lord Jesus. 
That's Soldier Boy. Evil Captain America? Makes you a soup for 24 yeah, hours. You're gonna need it. Oh, that's awesome. The whole point of what we do is that no one should have that kind of power. That's right. For once, I'll level the fucking playing field. Get your I show people the real me. God damn it. I mean, they fucking love me. <laughs> he's so he's so Bradley Cooper. He's, he's so vain. Fuck! 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 Christ, soldier boy. Oh shit! Oh, oh, that's not Captain America like. Well, no. Interesting. Ugh. That looks I can't amazing. wait for this season to come out. Well, how long do we have to wait? Another month? No, it's just like two weeks, I think. Two weeks? Oh, <laughs> two weeks. Giddy me. Isn't it June? Isn't it June? Is it June? Uh, I thought sure. it was July. No, June 3rd, dude. June 3rd. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Oh, God. We're going to have a busy, busy time. Yes, we We've got are. the new, new Star Wars coming out, and yeah. now the boys... And we still haven't figured out how we're going to cover the boys because, damn, I'm going to zoom through that. In no, week. no, no, no. It's it's not coming out all at once. Oh, okay. I think maybe the first three episodes drop the first week, but then mm. after that, it's episodic. We probably got to figure that out. Or it's episodic. It's weekly. Again, I'm going to zoom through that very quickly as soon as it comes out. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll do it week by week. Okay. Well, the first three episodes at one during one week. Yeah, we probably could do that. Okay. I'm sure we'll both we'll both watch all three episodes. <laughs> That'll be a super mega long podcast. <laughs> yeah, we've had those before. Yeah, I just I can't wait. There's so many things this season that are it's very interesting to me. Looks like Homelander is kind of a uh, going He's a little bit snap. bananas. He's gonna snap for uh, sure. Evil. We've gotta we've gotta wrap up the evil AOC stuff. Yeah. I mean, Giancarlo Epizzito, he's got to be more involved this season. Of course. You know, there's there's so many things. So many things. Well, and then there's, uh, what's his name? The the main character. Um, Homelander? No, no, no. It's Black, not the main Black character. Black Noir? The good guy. Huey. <clears throat> no, the other one. Oh, Lord Jesus. Um, um, uh, the, the English guy. Australian. Australian. Jesus. What's his fucking name on the show? I, Anyways, yeah. uh, he's becoming everything he hates. Only for twenty four hours. Still, yeah. Still, his friends like, dude, this is this is what you fucking hate, and now you're gonna do it. It's a it's a so, it's a stair step. Desperate times call, call for, for desperate measures. Yeah, you didn't need to finish that. For I was me, I was but. getting that. Yeah, no, I have to help you out. We have to steer the ship in the right direction, Andrew. But yeah, no, really, really excited. Last two seasons, I've been a okay. Diabolicals, Butch. 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 Diabolicals was actually pretty pretty good. Just diabolical, but yeah, it was great. You know? I loved it. it you know, I don't like Amazon as a whole as a company because like they're the evil empire. But damn, they put out some really interesting content. Well, Disney as well. <laughs> Very true. That's just uh, that's how it is nowadays, man. Mm. <clears throat> you know, yeah. You just have to live with it. I mean, there's a whole like conspiracy that they just do this in order to keep us happy and. And under control. 
Yeah, I feel controlled. <laughs> yeah. I feel controlled. <laughs> I'm, There's I, something to be said about that. I spend a majority of my time. The companies TV. that run the world also put out these amazing TV shows. Very true. Very true. <laughs> uh, they're not so bad. They're not but, so bad. I love the boys. I love Mandalorian. That's right. And it comes out one after the. Other. I love <laughs> Iron Man and Spider Man, and yeah. yeah. And each time one ends, another one comes out very soon after. Yeah, just to keep, keep us, us all docile. Exactly. Just keep on watching the TV like yeah. we're drooling idiots. We're lemmings. Yeah. That's it. Go to work, shut up, watch a show, and don't worry about what's going on. I think there was a movie that we watched that had a similar theme. Nothing matters. We'll talk about that later. Interesting. Uh, that's a little different, but yeah. Uh, all right. Next up. Uh, so back in November of 2020, someone made a petition on change.org for Warner brothers to remove Amber Heard from Aquaman two. Mm-hmm. The petition has now reached over 4 million signatures and I mm-hmm. am one of them. Really? You yeah. took your time to write, to sign a petition. It takes 10 seconds. You just type your name. Just saying, I I did an email, and they're like, "Hey, how about you give us some money?" And I'm like, "What do you need money for?" <laughs> and I skip that part. Right. <laughs> uh, Amber Heard did say that her role has been pared down in the sequel. She also said that, like, first they tried to fire her, and then she fought her way back in, or something like that. It was weird, but <laughs> everything about this whole situation is weird. Hopefully, she's barely in the movie. Right, Just kill her off in the opening scene. And, like, even Aquaman's like, maybe she deserved it. Like, you find out she's a piece of shit because that's how she is in real life. Right. Uh, okay, I, I see it. Like, uh, she comes up from the from the water. Yeah. Pirate Shem comes by, and Johnny Depp just slices her in half. And then, bam, movie's Johnny over. Depp's in the movie. Now, wow, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. So he is a domestic abuser because he, so. he kills her. Well, That's I, not a good look, they both, they both seem like assholes. Let's be honest. <laughs> assholes of different natures. True. So I did do some research, and I found out that the person who started this petition is obsessed with Johnny Depp, which makes sense. I mean, yeah. the person that's going to make this petition, uh, she is obsessed with him so much so that she goes by Jeannie Depp, and her real name is oh. Jean Larson. And like, she has a website, and she's like, yeah, and my real name is so close to Johnny Depp's name. It's like, no, it's not. No. Jean Larson? How is that like Johnny Depp? Well, what what Johnny's Depp Jep's name is something different. That's his stage name. Johnny Depp actually has a different name. Yeah, but she's saying my name is so similar to Johnny Depp. Oh, okay. And now that she now she goes by Jeannie Depp. Yeah. Well, now that, I'm curious to see what Johnny Depp's real name Johnny, is. Johnny, that might be something you want to keep an eye on. That lady sounds like she's crazy town banana pants. I know you seem to like those ladies, Johnny. No, he was But be careful. Don't real, tip your Tip your toe in that water again. Yeah, no, he's Johnny Depp. That's his real name. Really? There we go. I could have swore. John Christopher Depp II. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Mm, mine's been blown. Mm. 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 Yeah. Also, uh, Johnny Depp recently said that he would never return as Jack Sparrow in another Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Uh, however, producer Jerry Brockheimer told Variety that Depp could return as the future has yet to be decided. Mm-hmm. He also said they're currently talking to Margot Robbie for the lead role in a Pirates movie. Hmm. And he said, we're developing two Pirates scripts, one with her and one without. Interesting. So, How many Pirates scripts are they developing with or without Johnny Depp, though? Well, I think one with <laughs> Johnny Depp 
and then another in, one. in case it doesn't work out. Because now, now um, Ellen Barkin has come out and said that Johnny Depp was abusive. Like she testified, supporting Amber Heard, saying that Johnny Depp was abusive. And they they took this whole story out of context. She said that um, he once like threw a, a a wine bottle at her at a party, and like that was just like the headline for the the stories, you know, like mm-hmm. in the uh, online and shit. It comes to find out he was he was at a party and he got angry and threw a, a bottle. He wasn't aiming for Ellen Barkin or her head. It was just in her that's general direction. The, yeah, that's where the bottle ended up, which it's still not a good thing to just fucking throw a bottle at a party. But it's not the same thing as he was he was trying to hit her with it. Right. Hmm. Well, I mean, uh, listen, but yeah, no stars I mean, are crazy. It of just course. is what it is. Look crew. at Homelander, who we just watched. Okay, I mean, it's it's a fictional character. Are, uh, it's a little, well. There's a little difference. He has superpowers. <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. So we'll we'll see uh, what I, I don't know. There's already been five Pirate of the Caribbean movies, and you know how many have been good? One, the first one. The second one was meh, okay, but yeah, the you're second right. one was good till the shitty ending. Sure, the shitty ending, and then the third one was trash. Yeah, it the fourth just went one, downhill. What was the fourth one? I don't even think I saw the fourth one. Probably not. I think I saw the fifth one. It was okay, but no. I stopped after Orlando Bloom left. So that was the third one. It was the last yeah. one Orlando Bloom was in. Yeah. At least he finally got some ass. But then he had to go live in the ocean. I don't know. Oh, Anyways, right, right. So sad. So yeah. sad. But I mean, you know, I wasn't a total big fan of the pirates. I know it's a big thing for Disney. No, the so first one movies. was the first one was a fun, like you know, family friendly action, fun movie. family romp. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. They didn't need to make ten more. But it's just the way they roll now. You know, you make one movie. I'm surprised the movie that we saw that we saw everything everywhere all the time. That might get a sequel. Who knows? I mean, they get sequels out the asshole. Yeah, they can do a sequel. I'd be down for that. Yeah, sure. Probably shouldn't have a sequel, though. Probably. Uh, also, Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy told Vanity Fair that the next Star Wars movie to come out will be directed by Taika Waititi. Why does that name sound familiar? Thor. Mm. Thor Ragnarok, Thor Love and Thunder. Okay. Yeah. I'm down for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jojo Rabbit. So... Did you so, see Jojo Rabbit? No. You know who Taika Waititi is, though? No. Um. So he voices Korg in Thor. Oh, okay. I love Korg. Korg's funny. He's the voice, but he's also. You didn't see Jojo Rabbit? Did you see the trailers? No. With the Pull little it up kid on the big screen. No, the little kid. It's it's a movie about World War Two, but the little kid is his imaginary friend is Hitler. <clears throat> no, I you know did nothing not about see this. That. Jesus, no, Josh. It's an amazing movie. Interesting. Yeah. But um, I mean, yeah, with with how good he, with how good of a director he is, I'm down for that for Star Wars. They need someone good like him. It's a shame there's only a few directors that are capable of making good superhero content. Not that Star Wars is a superhero, but also you know it's kind of is. But, well, yeah. I mean, there seems like to be only a few directors in general that can do good movies. The Russo brothers, yeah, you know. <laughs> Not many. Well, there's plenty many. that could do good movies, but there's so many bad superhero movies. I mean, the the last three Star Wars movies were absolute trash. Right, and was it the guy that did? Um, What's yeah? I can't think. Of, is the English guy right? Is that who it was? Who? He also did Star Trek. 
J.J. Abrams is not English. No, it's another guy. Ryan Johnson? No, I can't think of his name. No, J. J. the Abrams. one that did like Hot Fuzz. Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, didn't that guy do a couple Star Wars movies? No. No? No. They were just Star Trek movies? He didn't make them. He was just in them. I could have swore he directed a couple of them. No, J.J. Abrams did those Star Trek movies. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe he directed one of them, but... he not, not Definitely not Star Wars. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, this was first news in 2020 that Taika Waititi was going to develop a Star Wars movie, but now the Lucasfilm president says it'll be the next Star Wars film to come out. Okay. So that sounds promising. I'm interested in that. Also, Variety is reporting that Disney Plus is officially moving forward with a new Daredevil series. Jake? Oh, well, sure. I mean, come on now, right? We don't know how dark it's going to be, considering uh, there hasn't been anything very dark yet on Disney Plus. But, you know, maybe maybe we might get... If we get a Moon Knight got a little dark, a little bit dark. If we get half of half half darkness, <laughs> half of dark, half half of dark. Uh-huh. But you know, if if it could edge up to some of the darkness that we saw in uh, Daredevil yeah. on Netflix, I think we'll be fine. Right. You know, I was worried because the Kingpin was a little bit watered down, a little bit watered down in yeah. Hawkeye. So that's right. uh, that's a little bit disconcerting. But I mean. You know, if they're gonna if they're gonna keep on doing this stuff, we've got to get some stuff for the adults. You know, I know. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully this can be a little bit uh, of a kick kick in the pants. Yeah, it's not going to be the same people that made the first one, but obviously Charlie Cox is going to return. Mm-hmm. Variety says Matt Corman and Chris Ord are attached to write and executive produce the show, and they were not doing that for the original series. Mm. Obviously, okay. So it's it's kind of like a continuation, but. A little bit of a reboot at the same time, kind of like how we said Kingpin was different in Hawkeye. He wore right. Hawaiian shirts, you know. <laughs> he was some more <laughs> take it easy, Kingpin. <laughs> yeah. He was some more like, hey, y'all guys do y'all shit. I'm gonna go to Hawaii with one eye, probably. Yeah, or no eyes. You <laughs> or never no know. Eyes, yeah. Could be blind. Also, the first She-Hulk trailer was released last week. Uh, you can go to our YouTube channel to watch our trailer reaction. Me and Eric did it because it came out on a Tuesday. But go to YouTube.com slash Hollywood Hogwash Pod. Mm. Check it out. Show doesn't really look that good. It, it looks, The CGI on She-Hulk looks really bad. Which is, which is so, so weird because she's next to Hulk right? and his CGI is good. It's so weird. They're like, oh, we don't know how to make a skinny Hulk. No, so. it's just the, the Hulk CGI was already done. They did it for Endgame. Mm-hmm. So that's a big budget movie. Right. Whereas She-Hulk is not as big of a budget. So they already had the Hulk done. You know what I mean? Like, they don't have to start over and, and cost... So the She-Hulk's No, different. they it's should like, well, start over. <laughs> I, um, I hope that... Because there, there's it's been met with some negative reactions. Some? So Look, I'm, they have a few months. They could make right. the CGI better. I'm hoping this is like... A, you remember how Sonic, when it first... When it, the first images came out and people saw Sonic and they're like, oh, my God, what the fuck does yeah, he look like? Yeah, but that took another year to fix Sh- that. Sure, sure. But this is a much smaller, smaller, you know, thing. So maybe you don't have to worry about as much, you know, smaller. It's more, you know, I, I imagine she's not going to be She-Hulk all the time. You know, Sonic was Sonic all the time. So no, she's She-Hulk all the time. Is she? Fuck. Just like he's Hulk all the time now. He's smart Hulk. Oh, yeah, because she goes Hulk. on dates as, as She-Hulk. 
Yeah, that was horrible. And damn, swiping on I've Tinder. been looking for a She-Hulk all the time when I'm on Tinder. I've yet to find it. You gotta try. You gotta keep swiping. Gotta pal. keep swiping. You take too long to swipe. I told you. That's. I did take. A you gotta time. speed it up. It's a numbers game, buddy. It's a numbers game. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I mean the, a lot. Of, I, I, I'm left. It kind of looks of like Sex in the City meets Hulk. <laughs> you know, that's a good one. Uh, t- typing on a computer or whatever. And me and, when me and Eric were watching it, we were like, what are you doing, Step Hulk? <laughs> like, like to me, it looked like a porn parody of a Hulk, like, you know, because the CGI was that bad. Oh, shit. Do you think we're going to get sex scenes and with She-Hulk? Trying- no. No? Okay. Well, we we're, we got close. I mean, you saw the trailer. <laughs> but they'll cut away when she carries him to bed. I don't know. Mm, interesting. I mean, I'm I'm excited for Tim Roth returning. That's I'm excited about that. And the abomination? Yes. Because yeah. mm-hmm. Tim Roth was amazing in the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. So I maybe. think there's gonna be some some interesting aspects that, you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna see. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it. Right. Also, Saturday Night Live had its uh, season finale last Saturday, and they said goodbye to four cast members, Kate McKinnon, Pete Davidson, AD Bryant, and Kyle Mooney are all leaving the show. That's a lot. Interesting. Yeah. So they're going to have a completely new cast next year, huh? Well, not completely new. They just have to replace a few people. Oh, so, but so Kate lot. McKinnon was like the main star of the show. Well, I guess they figured like, you know, President or President uh, Clinton is not going to run in 2024. Uh-huh. So we don't need her for any of those Clinton impersonations. Well, it's not about that. She's been there a long time. You're not supposed to stay there forever like Keenan Thompson. He's the yeah. one that just, just never leaves. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's because, you know, they want to do other projects. Yeah. You go to SNL when you're a nobody, and then it makes you a big star, and then you become hopefully somewhat of a movie star, a TV show star, you know? I hope. Now, the, the show just hasn't been funny in so long. No, too so, political. Too political. Well, the show is always political, but it still was funny. It's just not that funny anymore. Yeah. They just don't even tell jokes anymore. No. And and it's and look, I'm more liberal. I, I consider myself a moderate, but I'm certainly more on the liberal side, but oh. even I think the show's too liberal. Tell me about your political no, views. I'm just saying I think the show is too liberal. It's hmm. it just hits you over the head. Yes. Way yes, too it much does. with it. Oh god. Trying to Did inf- they have a I mean, filled day with Donald Trump. Especially with trying to influence like elections and everything and I think it kind of did the opposite effect of what they wanted. Mm-hmm. I think people got annoyed by it. Yeah. I think a lot of people that voted for Trump like did it because they were so annoyed with everyone else being so, you know. It, it was an anti-vote. Yeah. Like, fuck you. I'm just going to vote for Trump just to fuck with people. Because <laughs> people won't shut up. I'll be honest. That was my turn. That was me in the first Trump yeah, good election. Good job there, buddy. Yeah. That's on me, guys. That's my bad. <laughs> That's you know, my he, bad. he won by one vote. That's on me. <laughs> That's on me. I'm you're gonna, sorry. You're going to get canceled, Josh. <laughs> Jesus. I didn't vote for him for the second time, so did, uh, I'm good. Did Trump good. send you an email inviting him to get her? Or what's his other social media? Oh, um, oh Gab. Gab. Is it Not Gab? get. Well, there was Getter, right? But now he's doing another one, like Trump Social or some shit. Is it? Okay. Something weird know. like that. I don't know. Well, he's supposed to get back on Twitter as soon as the sale becomes finalized with Elon Monks. Monks. Musk. Monks, yeah, Elon's Elon monks. Musk? Elon's monks, yeah, Elon's he has monks. a team of monks. Yeah, when the sale gets no, finalized, that's just what people think is going to happen. I think he said that too in an has interview he? that he would let him back on. So I don't know. I don't know either. 
Yeah. Okay. Also, Netflix recently confirmed that the season four finale of Stranger Things is going to be two and a half hours long. I think that's a little long. Sure. Like all these episodes are supposedly going to be over an hour. That's insane. Like, I don't know. It kind of feels like Stranger Things is kind of going off the rails past its prime. Well, I mean, like I, I used to like it. I thought it should only have been one season, but the show just got so popular. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought Stranger Things would have been better as, uh, like, each season is a different story at a different time. You know what I mean? Like, not always about these kids. Like Fargo. Like Fargo. Yeah. Fargo is a different kind of story on each each, uh, each season. That all connect in small ways. Right. No, that would have been cool. But, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to watch Stranger Things season four. I'm just not that into it anymore. And you know, I'm definitely not going to watch it because I don't watch scary stuff. So yeah, you don't watch. Scary I mean, stuff. I mean. Also, this is kind of funny. Some spoilers for season four have leaked out online because of a Stranger Things Monopoly game. <laughs> uh, images of the game came out, and it has spoiled some spoilers for season four. It's like whenever you know, like a. Uh, like like uh, when uh, Mandalorian first came out, and then there was a spoiler about you know th- some of the characters that might be in it because they were making toys, right? And you have to make those toys in advance for the for the to come out when the character comes out. Yeah. So people are like, "Who's this new character that's coming out?" Right. There's a Baby Yoda. What the fuck? Yep. And then Baby Yoda comes out. Like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It is kind of people can't hold in the secrets anymore, Andrew. No. Also, a sequel to the 2009 film Law Abiding Citizen is reportedly in the works. Did you see that? That was the one. With Gerard Butler? Yeah. Does- where he's in prison, but somehow he's killing all these corrupt uh, people. For our, okay. <clears throat> Jamie Foxx. One is in question it. for our movie rankings later on, because we're going to start doing movie rankings. But do you consider that a thriller or a horror movie? Cause that's- it's not a horror. It's kind of scary. It's not a horror movie. It's a little bit scary. That's a thriller. Okay, thriller. Okay. Yeah. File that away. Exactly. Yes, I did see it. I thought it was pretty good, but scary. It's not scary. It's it not is scary terrifying. Movie. He killed so many people in so many unique ways. Yeah, it was fun. It's terrible. It's fun. Yeah. But if you saw the film, how is there going to be a sequel? <laughs> I imagine it's going to be an all new cast with a different story. That would be the only thing that makes sense. I liked the film. I thought the ending was really dumb. And I heard recently that there's an alternate ending, and I read about it, and I was like, oh, that would have been a lot better. Mm. But that happens. That happens sometimes. Okay. But, yeah, I don't know. It's got to be a new cast, a new story, and everything. So we'll see. But 2009. Maybe it's going to be a prequel. What is with these movies where it's like 13 years later? And, you know, they haven't even started this movie yet, so by the time it comes out, it'll be 15 years later. I mean, think about it. Like, Avatar. Avatar was, what, almost two decades ago? 13 years. It was, like, almost two decades ago. But, yeah. I mean... Well, it... uh, Because Hollywood can't... It was two decades ago. Oh, yeah? In a way, yeah. Not 20 years, but 2009. That's a... 2001 to 2010 or 2000 Um, to 2009, right? Technically, yeah. Then 2010 to 2019. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so... Mm. Right. Yeah. Hollywood can't think of uh, any new ideas, so they have to keep well, on Well, it's not so much that. It's just that people don't go to original movies anymore, for the most part. Except for me and Andrew today. Yeah, that was an original movie. That's, yeah. that's true. Mm-hmm. I, I, I still do. We're keeping if the- a movie looks good to me, I'll go see it. 
Or if you hear from the grapevine, because we did not think it looked good the first time we saw it. But still, I told you what I said. It could be sneaky good, and it was. Sneaky good. What do you have? Uh, I just got two quick things. Um, So there potentially is going to be, there is going to be another Batman movie where the Joker is going to play. And uh, I guess uh, Matt Reeves has been doing some interviews and stuff like that. Uh And uh, he kind of explained how the Joker got his scars. So you don't have to wonder. Oh, good. You know, don't tell me in the movie. (laughs) Don't tell me in the movie. Because that would make too much sense. Please tell me in an interview with who? Well, I I don't know who it was with. With the Hollywood Reporter? I don't know who it was with. Probably. Tell uh, me in the movie. I think you're going to be even more annoyed about how the Joker got his scars. Oh, good. You want to know how I got these scars? (laughs) And it's really the most sensible way. Well, then way. don't watch the movie. Okay, go ahead. It's really the most sensible way that someone can get these scars. Uh, he, he was actually born with them. What? He was born so with scars. So he was a deformed child? Yes, that's what they're saying, is that he was born with scars and deformity, and he had to live with that stuff his whole life. So which that's why he's him, angry? Which made him crazy. So he's just angry because he's ugly. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, that's not exciting. So... Speaking of Batman... Go ahead. Mm -hmm. I am pissing off people on Twitter today, let me tell you. Well, Andrew, you can't... You can't... can't No, I expected this. You can't take on a beloved superhero like Batman and a really beloved new take on Batman. Uh Uh-huh. You're going to be hit with some uh, negativity. IGN... someone Someone with IGN posted like an opinion... Saying that the symmetry, like the endings of the Batman and the Dark Knight, like comparing the two, but they said that the Batman did it better than the Dark Knight. So I retweeted it and said the Batman did nothing, all caps, nothing better than the Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. I got 81 likes so far Okay, on our Hollywood Hogwash uh, Twitter account. That's Follow good. us, Hollywood Hog Pod sure, on Twitter. Sure. Mm-hmm. 81 likes and a few replies. Let's see. Um... I don't know who's... Okay. Better relationship between Batman and Gordon. I disagree. Uh, Better mystery? No. Better Batsuit? No. Better presence as Batman? No. No. Um, Better version of Gotham? I would say again, no. Better crime scenes? No. Better bad voice? No. No, I don't think so. I would say, I, I think there might but be. But this a, person says, I still give the nod as the best movie to The Dark Knight. Well, The Dark Knight. Someone else said, uh, okay, so I said, Batman did nothing better. This person said, except choreography, camera work, Batman's voice, use of gadgets, and not pretending it's more than a superhero movie. So I replied, just go watch Seven, because that's the movie the Batman ripped off completely, 100%. Two detectives trying to find a serial killer, and they don't. At the end, the serial killer reveals himself in his big plan. Yeah, like, it's Spoiler exactly alert, seven. I haven't seen Seven yet. It's the same thing. Jesus. You did see Seven, because you saw the Batman. I, I will say, I think the relationship between Gordon and, and the Batman was better in the Batman than in Dark Knight. It seems like they were... They they were a tighter bond mm-hmm. than the, than it was in the Dark Knight, but I agree with most of your takes. No, I disagree with that too. I tell t- t- blame Gordon, it on I, Gordon. I like Gordon Batman's relationship better in the Dark Knight. I did. Mm. No, this is why we have opinions, Andrew. Everyone's entitled to them. Yeah, but 
But still, opinions can be wrong like if yours. I say they are. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, anyways, what else you got? Uh, I only got one last thing. Um, yeah, no, whenever you're ready. Joe Joe Russo, who uh, also directed the movie um, Everything Everywhere All the Time, All at Once, no. excuse me. <laughs> Dear Lord no Jesus. No wonder the movie was so fucking good. The guys that did Endgame and Infinity War. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he revealed his favorite Phase 4 movie so far. And it, of course, is No Way Home. He was quoted as saying, I thought No Way Home was unbelievable. It was fantastic. Uh, I thought it was pitch perfect. It was one of the best times I've had in the movie theater in a long time. And it was nice not being involved. Uh As a film geek, I could just go and sit in a theater and just be surprised, laugh, and cry with everyone else in the movie theater. Nice. So, Yeah. So that's what he, that's his favorite movie so far. Right. That was pretty interesting. Didn't you have something up there that said a Spider-Man Four update? No, I, no, it was uh, it was nothing. Bunch was, of bullshit. It was bullshit. Yeah, bunch of bullshit. I figured because I yeah. I was like, why haven't I heard about exactly. this? Exactly. Yeah. So, do you want to do start our movie rankings? We yeah, were, we were talking about like ranking well it, movies based on certain genres. Like, what's your top five favorite action movies? Top five favorite superhero movies? But I think we'll just start with. Just top five favorite movies of all time. Right. You know, and I, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a good thing. Everyone always has different top fives. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's kind of cool to see what everyone's favorites are. And feel free to tweet me and Andrew and let us know what your favorites are. I'm, I'm interested in knowing what, what people like out there in the, uh, in the multiverse that is. It's not a multiverse. Our, uh, our cinematic universe here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. You want to go so first? So I'll go first. Uh, my And this is in no particular order. I, Shouldn't I, it be in order, though? <sighs> well, that's unfair. All right, fine. Don't put it in order. Uh, okay, I'm going to put it in quick order. In reverse order, it's... Reverse order? In reverse order. Are you going to do it? In, you're going to put it in order? Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm doing it mentally okay. right now. Um, so number five is going to be Saving Private Ryan. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four is going to be Super Troopers. <laughs> So weird for your top so five. I've watched that so many times. I cannot get over it. Um, and you're going to okay. think number three is weird too. Number three is um, is Blues Brothers. Okay. I've watched that so many times. Yeah, that's strange. Um, number, number number two, two. is going to be... You know what? I'm going to change it from what I told you earlier. Okay. I'm going to change it, throw a curveball at you because you're not going to expect this. But no, this is really a favorite movie of mine. I've seen it so many times. It's a wonderful life. I've seen that so many times. It's a it's a yearly tradition in my family. I just love it. It's really great. Have you ever it's seen a, it? It's a great movie. Okay. And uh, number one is going to be uh, Endgame. So no Dark Knight. Dark Knight, I think, is going to have to get squeezed out. Saving Private Ryan, Super yeah. Troopers, and Blues Brothers Blues are all Brothers, better than The Dark Knight. So great! It's 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 hard making a top five list. You know, I'm 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 going by the movies that I've seen the most over and over and over again. Uh huh. You know, and I think that's how you make a top five list, right? Movies that you've seen the most because those are the ones that you uh, that yeah. you care about and love the most. I see my favorite movie. I've seen my favorite movies a shit ton of times. Okay. 
I mean, I've seen The Dark Knight multiple times, but I think I've seen those other movies more. Okay. You know? Well, mine is not in a specific order. Oh! No, you put them in a specific order right now. You just told me, you were, you called me out for not putting them in an order. Let's hear I it. I can't. Why not? I can give you my number one. Well, let's But the rest are all... Save number one for last. Okay, so reserv- in the top five, Reservoir Dogs. Okay. Inglorious Bastards. So okay. two Tarantino films. Okay. Okay. Then Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. All right. And then The Dark Knight. Right. So I've got Christopher Nolan. I've got the Russo brothers. I've got two Tarantino films. And then my other favorite director, Martin Scorsese, is my number one film, Goodfellas. I thought you were going to say The Irishman. Okay. No. Okay. Not The the Irishman. Not even close. <laughs> there's Departed. There's Raging Bull. There's Taxi Driver from Martin Scorsese. There's so many movies better. I think all the movies he made are better than The Irishman, pretty okay. much. Interesting. I've yet Irishman's to... not... Uh, the Goodfellas, like if we, no, it's just Goodfellas. Goodfellas, excuse me. Yeah, if we did a top five mob movies, it'd be in my top five for sure. Yeah, it better yeah. or you're an idiot. Do is not mob movies considered its own thing, or would we consider that <sighs> in like that's like crime? drama, crime, crime drama? drama? Well, yeah. See, now we have to see how like figure out how specific we want to get. Yeah, we do need to figure that out for sure. But but we're gonna do a, a list every week. We're going to try to figure out a, a different list every week. So should we do like superhero next week? Superhero movies? Top five? I think we should. I could probably do that right now too. But. Oh, Lord. We'll save some suspense. Let us know what, uh, what your top five movies of all time, all time are. I wonder how many yeah. people put a, It's a Wonderful Life in there. <laughs> and Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers is really good. I watched that so many times. It's so great. Yeah. So great. All right, then. And it's so musical. You know, I had, listen, in my top five, all you had were really dark and gritty movies. I had a comedy. I had a drama. I had a movie from the, from the sixties. I had, I had a superhero movie. My top five touched everything. Andrew just sits here in his little box of. Wait, you didn't have a horror movie in there. I didn't have a horror movie in there. It's too scary. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Let's talk uh, episode six from season six. Of Better Call Saul. The prequel to the half-season finale. That's... No. Not a prequel. No? It's not a prequel. What the fuck? It's just a pre... To the half season finale. Stop. Just stop. Just stop. Okay. Just stop. Shit. Good God. So we learned that Kim was uh, a bad girl. A bad girl. Originally corrupted by her mother. Seems so like really she wasn't could get corrupted pretty easily between Jimmy and his her mom. Well, now you could be like, oh, that's why she likes Jimmy. Because mm. he reminds her of her mother. Give her a little bit of sense of danger. Yeah. Some thrill. And, you know, maybe her mother didn't love her enough. Her mom seems like a real big asshole. First, so what was, she was the whole deal there? I don't understand what their plan was. I don't think there was a plan. I think that she had gotten caught for trying to steal something. And then her mom was trying to get her out of it by being fake mad. And then her mom just stole it at the end. 
Like, look, I, I did you did you a solid. But why? Okay, I guess. A lot of kleptomania in the Breaking Bad universe. Yeah, because <laughs> Kim and her mom. And then Hank's wife, Marie, in Breaking Bad was a kleptomaniac. Oh, that's right. Always stealing spoons. Not not just spoons. Fucking jewelry. A lot of shit she oh, stole. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, once was like a photo of like another family. It's, it's so like, good. why? Why, you psychopath? <laughs> but yeah, it was interesting to see that, Kim... As a, as a young girl, just to learn, give some backstory to her. And I, I guess a little bit more backstory that I had seen, I think it was on Reddit, was that apparently the earrings that the mom gave to Kim are the earrings that she still wears today. Oh, that's pretty cool. Like how Jimmy still wears the ring from his friend that died. Right. Yeah. There's more of that in this episode. More stuff like that mm-hmm. that we'll get to. Uh, we finally meet Howard's wife. Who doesn't appreciate him. Like, he was so nice. He made her that coffee with the Mm -hmm. peace sign. And then she was like, oh, cool. Poured it into another mug. That was the first time I felt bad for Howard. What? You never felt bad for Howard many times? However, however, could you be married to him? No. No. He's so boring. He's a fucking robot. Of course she doesn't love him. He is. He's such a robot. Anyone would get bored with him. Did you did you ever see? Um, Hi, honey. I made you this coffee. Oh, do you want to go to the thing later? Uh, no. Oh, well, fuck me then. Oh, no one's gonna fuck me. <laughs> no one's gonna. Fuck me. Did you ever see? Hey, um, Jimmy, you want a box? Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yes. And uh, Santiago, Santiago's uh, before she got engaged with Jake, that boring guy. I never watched all the the whole show. So. Uh, okay. Well, anyway, she was she was dating a cop that was super boring. Uh-huh. He didn't do anything. All he did was talk about pilsners and making pilsners and everything. She's like, <laughs> okay. if I hear pilsners one more time, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> it's just amazing. It kind it kind of reminded me of of Howard here. Just right. how Howard was just so bland. But sometimes he tries to play it cool every once in a while. Yeah. But he lets it slip that he's still kind of lame. Just like oh, I can't do it anymore. Did you ever watch Saved by the Bell? The college years. No, that seems awful. I was. Okay. (laughs) Dear God. But the actor that plays Howard was in that show. Really? I think he was a teacher. Or maybe he, I think he was, or someone, but Kelly was dating him at one point. And even then you hated him because he was dating Kelly and not Zach. Interesting. So he's been a douchebag his whole life, huh? He's always been playing (laughs) douchebags. Yeah. Anyways, Howard's PI saw Jimmy withdraw 20 grand in cash, and obviously that intrigued Howard. And then Jimmy and Kim get a drug from the vet that makes your pupils dilate. So there's still a lot like that we still don't know. Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, what's with the cash? What's with the drugs that he needs? Every week they've been laying little obviously, breadcrumbs. Obviously, we'll find out next week. Right, but it's been so mad. I guess it's just really good storytelling that I still have no idea what's going on, even though they're telling me every week what's going on. Yeah. It's well, crazy. Look, Breaking Bad, uh, what was it, season two when Walter made the uh, the poison? Mm. And then like the ricin, the ricin, and then nothing happens with the ricin until the last episode of the show in season five. Right, that's long term storytelling. That is at its finest. Time. That's really good. Yeah. yeah. Also, the veterinarian is retiring soon from the crime world, so he lets them look at his encrypted black book of criminal contacts. 
and it's all like in codes so that mm-hmm. no you know it has to be encrypted did you know did you see when she was kim grabbed the business card i did she was like oh best quality vacuum huh okay that was awesome you if if you saw a cut to the vet you probably like yeah. Don't look at that one. Right. <laughs> Mr. Disappearer or yes. whatever. <laughs> That's probably what it said on the back. Yeah. But no, so I guess maybe next week or in the next season, uh-huh. he buys that book from him. Who does? Jimmy, because Jimmy has oh, those contacts. Probably, yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, it's kind of interesting to see. Right. But I, I do I do kind of want to, I would love to see like another prequel, uh-huh. but just about the vet. And like how, how we went to acquire all these different right. types of shady ass people, right? It seems pretty interesting. His uh, his backstory seems interesting. Yeah. Do you want to see the disappear show up again? Mm, maybe. No, oh, he's not gonna. Damn. That actor died in real life. Damn it. He died like the week. Um. Uh. What the fuck is the Jesse movie? Um, El Camino. El Camino. He died the week that mo- that movie came out. Really? And you know he was in El Camino. Interesting. <clears throat> so yeah, uh, we see Saul's office looks so nice, and when we first see it, I was like, oh, it's so nice. How did it get so gross in Breaking Bad? Right. And then we immediately see why. It's because his clients are fucking disgusting. People burning holes in the couches. One guy pissing in the plants. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? No, 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 no. Keep, keep peeing, keep peeing there. Uh, I, I love that when, uh, when Francesca went in to talk to Jimmy and he's like, uh, let, let's sidebar in the law office. Yeah. And the law office is outside the <laughs> <Right>. alley. <laughs> well, it's also because like also Francesca's desk is in the same room with the clients. But then in Breaking Bad, she's in her all of the room behind because glass. she's disgusted by them. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh yeah, so Cliff invites Kim to Santa Fe to meet representatives of a Well, you you missed well, I was going to go back. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh he invites her to a to meet representatives of a foundation that finances projects similar to her pro bono work, mm-hmm. but it's also the same as D-Day when they're going to, you know, complete their plan against Howard, but Jimmy tells Kim, you know, go anyway. And then Jimmy has Francesca call Hamlin and associates as a daughter of one of the senior citizens mm-hmm. at Sandpiper. Is that what you're talking about? Right, right. And she's like, this won't be a regular thing, right? And he's like, oh, no, of course not. Of course, she does that all It'll the time in Breaking thing. Bad. Yeah, But it was kind of nice to see how she like, she was so hesitant at first. But, you know, now it's just it's just a part of working with Saul. I just do. All but just but just as time. it is in the be in the beginning like money makes everything better for her yeah mm-hmm. you know just like when he hired her last week again right gave her a signing bonus <laughs> i'll double your pay because he knew he know he could he knows he can trust her then jimmy hires the college students we the college students are back those asshole kids mm-hmm. and they photograph an actor impersonating the mediator in the sandpiper case and we still don't know like what's, what that is about. No. But then at the end of the episode, Jimmy spots the real mediator, and his arm is in a sling. Right. So Jimmy's like, oh, fuck. He calls Kim. He's like, we got to call off D-Day. But Kim, who is in the middle of driving to Santa Fe, says it happens today. And she turns around to go back to Albuquerque and see, to probably seal her fate. Probably. See, we're, we're laying breadcrumbs that... 
Kim just keeps on doubling it down just on, on just all this reckless behavior. Yeah. You know, if it wasn't enough standing up to Lalo uh-huh. in season five, now Jimmy actively sees something, a terrible flaw in the plan. Yeah. And yet she's like, no, nope, just go ahead with it anyways. It's going to happen today, whether we want it to or not. Right. You know, <sighs> something tragic is going to happen to Kim. I told, but I, you believe me now that she's not dying. She's going to jail. She's going to prison. She's going to prison. She's going to get caught doing something that involves, you know, with See, this. I have a hard time seeing that she would go to prison because I feel like Jimmy would take the fall for her. I don't know. I don't know. I'm telling you, if we're taking odds, but if you I get but if but if you get caught red-handed, how could Jimmy take the fall? Sure, I guess that's true. So there you go. Hmm. So we we still have Andrew, Andrew picking prison. Yeah, in Las Lunas apparently, and I'm picking. Uh, I'm picking. I'm picking. Uh, Lalo stabs her to death. Okay, Jesus stabs her to death. I don't know. I tried to think of something graphic. That's rough, man. That's a rough way to go. That's very rough. He hasn't killed anybody in a long time. I think he's. You think Jimmy wouldn't be this upbeat guy in Breaking Bad if the love of his life got murdered? So he's upbeat and happy that she's sitting in prison? No, but still, that's not as bad as being murdered. I don't know. And getting hand jobs from your masseuse. Or maybe Kim and Lalo get married and run away to Germany. The fuck are you talking about now, you (laughs) psychopath? By the way, the tequila that Jimmy was about to buy. It's right. the same tequila that Gus poisoned Don Eladio with. Really? The yeah. Añejo? Yeah. Well, the Añejo is also... That big blue bottle. Right. It's also what Jimmy and Kim uh, had that uh, New York stockbroker buy when right. they were doing that scam on him. Yeah. So it's kind of neat. That's had like a whole little through line. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. And expensive, it seems. Yeah. Hey, if anybody wants to send us a bottle of it that Añejo... You know, we'll put it up Is here it on real? the desk. I'm pretty sure it's real. Yeah. Also, Mike's having some of his men uh, keep watch on his granddaughter. I guess he's worried about Lalo going after them, right? Uh, Lalo's going to murder somebody. Why would he murder Mike's grandkids, though? Or his, his grandchild? He's a cartel guy. He murders whoever he wants. Yeah. He murdered that nice Mexican family, you said. That's because he had to, though. He had no choice. He wanted everyone to think he's still dead. Even the wife? The wife seems so nice. Yeah, well, she would have talked. Yeah, I guess that's true. So, yeah, Lalo tracks down one of the German workers, and uh, Lalo takes an axe to the stomach. And that was a really interesting scene because you're like, oh, shit, is, does Lalo just die here by this German guy? And then that's right. the end of his story. I kind of thought it's I was... some kind of little twist. But, listen, it, it's it's just like when a... When a supervillain is giving a long, lengthy speech, oh, yeah. you know, you can't do that. And so you wait, can't get close. Wait, please. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Maybe we can drop. Nah, and then he fucking, yeah. he cuts the guy's foot off. He's like, we're going to have a talk. And it's not going to be a pleasant talk, I would imagine. Oh, no, this guy's dead. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, we're never, never going to see that guy again. He did such a good job hiding for him for so long. Yeah. You keep your distance from a guy like that, you know? Still, Poke him with the stick. Like, what is going to happen with Lalo? I, I don't know. Maybe Mike kills him, and that's why Gus loves Mike so much. I don't know. Maybe. But but Maybe. remember, in Breaking Bad, Jimmy thinks that Lalo is still alive. In Breaking Bad? Yes. Lalo is mentioned one time, and it was really just an improv line. Well, it could have been improv. But you know the the part in Breaking Bad where 
Walter and Jesse kidnap Saul, and they're going to kill him. And but the, Saul talks his way out of it. Did he mention Lalo? It, when they it? first like when they first have the guns pointed at him and they're wearing the masks, he's like, "Are you with Lalo? Lalo, Lalo, Lalo?" And he just says Lalo, and like that's that's it. This is why they created the character Lalo in Better Call Saul, just because of that one reference. Yeah, he's like, "Are you with Lalo?" And he like says something Spanish like "Lalo, Lalo." That's it. Wow. Damn. So in Breaking Bad, Jimmy still thinks Lalo could be alive, or you know, hmm. yeah. Maybe that's the flashback we get. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> that's interesting. No, right. that, it kind of makes me want to watch the whole series again. Yeah, you should. <laughs> like I just did. So, yeah, that's uh, next next week is the mid season finale. Then we have to wait six weeks for the final six episodes. Mm. But, yeah, something big is obviously going to go down. Kim's either going to get arrested. Lalo's going to kill someone or be killed. Right. Walt and Jesse could show up. We know that they're going to, at some point, they told us it's happening. It is. It I don't is. I don't think Walt and Jesse will see them next week. But there could be, like, a hint of it. I don't know. Who knows? The Añejo the is actually a fictitious brand of tequila. I thought so. Damn. I told you. Well, you can send us another bottle. Well, of like Tarantino, that's, Vince, that's what Vince Gillian does. Like Tarantino, he has fake products. He doesn't do... Um, Coca-Cola. He doesn't do Pepsi. product placements like that. Like, no. like over-the-top product placements. Okay. Okay. So the next episode's name... Yeah. ...is Plan and Execution. <laughs> and there's not much subtlety in that title. Kim's dying. Kim's dying. People. Why are you excited okay. for this? No, I'm just saying. I'm saying it as much as I can, so I can be prepared when. If it Kim dies, how are you going to feel? I'm going to feel super sad. Yeah, you're going to be super sad. If they kill Kim, it's going to be like in Breaking Bad when they kill uh, other people that we love, and it's like you motherfuckers. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Some somebody's dying. By the way, the reason why Giancarlo Esposito directed episode six was because he wasn't even in it. Remember, like we were thinking oh, that yeah. that someone was going to die. You were like, someone's going to die, but it was because he wasn't in the Action episode. Grind. You know what? They're probably going to deep fake us, and the person that actually dies is just the German guy. That's no, that's not happening. Oh, it's, it's someone else. Gonna... Mm. Interesting. Someone, yeah. Interesting. I don't know. We'll see. Mm. Can't wait for the mid-season finale, which, which comes out today, uh, technically. Yeah. Because the podcast comes out on Monday. Anyway. Should we, should we live tweet it? <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow night? Tonight. T- t- yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> wink, wink. That's if you're listening or watching the podcast today. That's true. All right. Let's talk everything, everywhere, all at once. I loved this movie. I loved it. It was a really good movie. I felt like I was in a whole other world. Like afterwards, I was so like amazed by it. It was it was like ecstasy to me. I I love. I love it. They deep faked me once when they did rolled the end credits. Oh, that was great. I was like, what the fuck? And they're like, it just started over again. I was like, oh, cliffhanger! (laughs) We're getting a sequel. I was actually excited. I was like, sequel. Uh, I, I will. Okay. It was a good movie, but I'm going to say 
that it was kind of hard to get through the first, maybe the, until we just went all craziness with the multiversal stuff. (laughs) That's when I started to understand a little bit better. But when it was going back and forth and that whole first act, it was just really tough for me to, to follow. And it was, I was getting really antsy. And the first act is called character development. It well, and it took a, it took a while to develop that. But stuff. But when you me. take time developing characters, that's what makes you care about the characters. I did care. Yes, I did care. See, yeah. But I, I had a hard time. Okay, so this movie was about someone coming out. This was about uh, family values. The- this was about small businesses. No, <laughs> this was about being crushed by the IRS. No, this it was-, was not. You missed the whole point of the movie. <laughs> this movie is about acceptance. It's Evelyn accepting her daughter, her husband, her grandfather accepting her, or I'm sorry, her father accepting her, and the grandfather accepting the granddaughter. The IRS accepting her? No, shut up. The daughter accepting her mother, and the most important one was Evelyn accepting herself, because she could have been any one of the people in those, any one of the versions of herself in the multiverse, but Mm. she chose to stay in her original one. Because you think about that, it's like, wow, we've, we've joked about this on the podcast. Like, wow, there's some universe where Josh you know, is having it all. Josh has got it all and, and everything. But at the end, you just got to be happy with yourself. Yeah. Right? You know, I'm happy for the Josh that's out there. This Josh, I'm not currently happy about. No, that's, but see, you so missed the point. I guess I missed the point. Yeah. Yeah, you did. No, I'm that rock that's always running away from the other rock, and I tumble down. This the movie was heartwarming. It was, it was good. The action was great. Mm hmm. And it was hilarious. It was very surprising. It was hilarious. You you don't think a movie with hot dog fingers would be a good movie? Oh, my God. God damn, it was not bad. They they got you to care about the scenes where they have hot dog fingers. (laughs) And it was like, oh, my God. Wow, that's great. That's so touching. (laughs) Yeah. It was was really interesting. I mean, the, the elevator scene... When when he uh, the husband who's not her husband you know like from another multiverse right like shows her everything and she she replays her entire life in a matter of seconds mm-hmm. and like from the moment she's born and the doctor's like uh, <laughs> showing the dad I'm sorry it's a girl like that shit's hilarious that's so sad because it's true like there's ju- <laughs> there's you know because it's about Chinese immigrants in America right but at the same point time there's so much like well, Chinese culture in the movie no like the, were, I'm sorry it's a girl there were Chinese people in China oh they were in China yeah, sorry that's why she was sorry because it was the one one birth uh, uh, rule in China right exactly yeah well yeah so but, then they ended up coming she came to America with yes husband. that's what I mean they were yeah. living in America mm-hmm. but yeah when she was born obviously it was in China yeah sad uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it, and she has butt plug trophies that come into play later. Those weren't real, real trophies. Wow, they just look like butt plugs, but yeah. <laughs> and um, they were very interesting plugs. Like when she was trophies. going back and forth, she couldn't tell which one was evil, Jamie Lee Curtis, because they both were about the same. Well, they were both evil, but only one wanted to murder her. And who would have thought Jamie Lee Curtis plays a pretty damn good villain? Well, she's a good actress. She's good. She was good. She's I great. liked her. I mean, in Halloween Kills, she was the hero. In this one, she's the worst. Well, she also—I mean, she was terrifying at some at she was, certain parts of this movie, but she was great. Even with hot dog fingers, she was pretty terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> and I also like how you have to do something really weird to jump in another universe. Yeah, it's so because it's something that has to do with that universe too. Like, 
Well, that's not stupid. You're just well, no. Drinking water. So they 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 drink the water or they put gum in their mouth and then they push the earplug or whatever. Yeah. And then, but you have to do like like yeah like you have to chew gum that's a used piece of gum under the table. Uh, one time he had to like eat chapstick. Mm-hmm. Like that's disgusting. And then one was like, you have to profess your love to her. Well, and that was because they were in love in another universe, Evelyn and oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, I just got that one. Yeah. Interesting. They were lovers in the hot dog finger universe. Okay. She had to say that she loved her to get the, get the Kung Fu powers. But in that universe, she just had hot dog fingers. She didn't have the Kung Fu powers. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. But yeah. I thought it was very clever though and very unique how they had to do weird shit every single time. It was. It was very strange. And this movie also had a lot of similarities to The Matrix, but I think it was on purpose. Like they were kind of like they were homages. Winking at it, winking. I mean, when she's when she's hiding through the cubicles, mm-hmm. that's just like the Matrix scene where he's hiding in the cubicles. Yeah. And then when it's like, oh, you have to go to this universe to learn martial arts, they basically could have just had her say, like, I know Kung Fu. When the bullet hit her later on and stopped. Yeah, and she then could she stop bullets them like Neo. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis learns pro wrestling moves. That Is that was pro wrestling? Funny. She's going for a backbreaker. She went for a backbreaker, a dropkick, and she pal drives someone to broken their neck. Yeah. You know? It was no, that was the the daughter that did that. The oh, the daughter driver. broke. Oh, the pile driver. The pile okay. driver. Yeah, that was later. Um, but yeah, I mean, so many great lines. Like Evelyn tells her husband, "I saw my life without you. It was beautiful." <laughs> so much like just fucking dark humor in there. That's so great. Mm-hmm. And evil Joy hates her mom because she tortured her in another universe. And I fucking told you it was her. It was so obvious to me. Yeah, wow. Yeah, for sure. And when she shows up as a different version of herself, the mom's like, Joy, why do you look so stupid? <laughs> like It was just like a real mom. You know, she had all those real mom scenes. Like, yeah. you know, even before all this, she told her to, you know, you should, you look a little bit too fat. You're too fat here. <laughs> you know, who hasn't heard that from their mom? Right. Well, I've heard that recently. People that aren't fat. Yeah. Probably. Uh, but yeah, Joey like explodes the guard's head and he turns to confetti. That's when she pile drives him. And then she murders another guard with a, with a two giant dildos. Oh, God. That it's was fantastic. so funny. It's fantastic. She turned another one in the Ch- Chiquita Banana Man yeah, right. and was dancing with. <laughs> yeah. It was just this this movie was like so wild. It was insane. It's like the strangest, most interesting movie I think I've ever seen. It's so unique. Yeah, uh, there's nothing. I mean, there's been a lot of movies I've seen that try to explain the meaning of life and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And I think this is the best explanation of that that I've ever seen. Just accept it. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. This is the best, I think, you know, more interesting, like, uh, kind of universal travel movie, too, because we just saw Doctor Strange. Yes. And I think this one is a little bit even better at, you know, trans transforming different, you know, characters and just traveling the universe. This is my favorite movie in a long time. Even better than Doctor that. Strange, huh? Well, yeah, I said a long time. That's only a couple weeks. Hmm. Yes, yeah. better than Doctor Strange, better than Spider-Man. <clears throat> Did this just make your top five? Not top five, but I do love the movie. Interesting. I have to see it a bunch more times for it to make my top five, but and I might. I definitely want to see it again. Hey, well, now we got that unlimited pass. 
You can go back there two or three more times this week. I can. Yeah, that is true. Um, maybe since Endgame, my favorite movie since Endgame, and Endgame was 2019. Mm. I mean, Suicide. I did really like Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad that was really good as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, in a long time, favorite movie in a long time. Her not husband is like, no, you're living your worst you. You feel a bit like this is like. This I'll so be crazy. honest. I I felt a lot of myself in those. Scenes. Yeah, and she keeps verse jumping to learn other skills from her other lives as she's fighting people because she's trying to become the same level bad as her daughter and and her husband and daughter that don't know what's going on yet. Like she's drinking like orange soda. It gives her power. Yeah, like why? sure, why not? <laughs> and Jenny Slate is in it. Who I I really love her, and she uses her dog to fight. I thought that was really funny. Oh, that's uh, Ralphie's sister? Raffi's sister? No, no, no. She's from, uh, what movie is it? Huh? Or what TV show was she from? She was on SNL. Uh, she was on... Uh, she was on Kroll Show. Kroll Show? Yeah. Okay, maybe that's what it was from. Uh, then we, that's where we have the butt plug fight. Where, like, the guy she's fighting finds out he has to... Uh, put the butt plug in his ass to get a different to get a different power. Yeah, and like she's trying to stop him. It was so from funny. putting a butt plug in his ass. So no, so she stops that guy from putting a butt plug in her ass, in and another ass, yeah. guy just comes out Naked. of nowhere and puts the butt plug in. And you know it was nice of them to blur the the dick and balls so we didn't have to see it, but it kind of it might have been funnier. <laughs> But you still see the butt plug swinging out of his ass. Yeah, but I mean, the <laughs> movie was rated R, so they could have had it in if they wanted to. I appreciate the blurring, though. But maybe because in China you had to blur it anyway. So they're like, well, we have to blur it in China. We have to blur it here, too. Was this movie shown in China? China doesn't show anything about gay people, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's not in China. Yeah, Never I mind. think so. <laughs> I couldn't imagine this movie being shown in China. <laughs> and then probably the funniest part of the movie is... She's trying to, Evelyn's trying to explain this whole thing to her husband and daughter. And she's like, it's like that movie, Raccoonie. And they're like, you mean Ratatouille? No, no, Raccoonie. Where the raccoon is on your head. And then there is a universe where she's a chef, but her coworker is like stealing her spotlight and she's going to get her shift. But she she finds out that he's hiding a raccoon (laughs) under his hat. And the raccoon is why he's an awesome chef. It was so And the raccoon funny. talks. It was so funny when when he when they get seen, the raccoon's like, pick up the pick up the You have to kill her. <laughs> yes. And he starts edging towards her <laughs> trying to kill her. So A funny. very dark version of Ratatouille. Oh my god. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. <laughs> but this amazing. movie goes this movie goes like back and forth from like having touching moments. Like, you know, it's like Evelyn and her daughter having this, like, touching moment. It's really serious. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God, the universe could be ending. And then they show the fucking raccoon in the cage being driven away. So sad. <laughs> and he's like, you. he's like, don't forget about me. <laughs> and then the guy's like, I'm nothing without you. Yeah. No. It, like, and then I- they go to the hot dog fingers where Jamie Lee Curtis and, and Evelyn are sticking their hot dog fingers in each other's mouth. <sighs> then the people dancing on TV and mustard squirting out of their fingers. And I'm up. imagining that's orgasms. That's the only thing right. I could think of. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, imagine all like this. So much stuff happens so fast in this movie that think of all the things we missed. Oh, tons. 
that Tons. like you have to watch this movie in slow motion a second time to catch everything. Yeah, maybe and so. And I probably will in certain scenes. Yeah. But yeah, like the everything bagel. She puts everything in the universe on this bagel or whatever. And Just because it means Because she nothing. wants to kill herself. So sad. Then they go to a universe where they're just... This is a movie also about mental health. Jesus. It is, yeah. But it's really about acceptance. Acceptance. Accepting. She wants to kill herself because she's not accepted. Mm -hmm. I assume, like, the person that wrote this, like, you know, either they, you know, they're the daughter or they're the mother or the father or something like that. You know, like, there's some, there's got to be some strong connection there. Uh, The original script for the movie was written with Jackie Chan in mind for the lead role. So originally it was going to be a male lead role. Interesting. But they changed it to a female, which I'm glad. I mean, everything about this movie was perfect, but... Mm -hmm. Uh, there's yeah, there's one universe where they're just rocks, and we're just reading what they're saying to each other as rocks, as mother and daughter. That's so was fucking great, so good too. And I that- thought I thought the movie was ending there, mm-hmm. like they just turn to rocks and they leave happily ever after in this. Yeah, and this nothing. The message is just accept yourself. Yeah, you know, you're a rock. Yeah, okay, I guess I'm a rock. Mom, we're rocks. God, just you know, stop. it just the universe keeps expanding with every expansion. You just realize how insignificant you are. Right, you're a fucking rock. You're a worthless piece of shit. No, it was like you're a small piece of shit or whatever. Small right? piece of shit. Yeah, it was something like that. With every universe that you find. Yeah, you find there's one sun, but there's actually hundreds of millions of suns. Infinite. Infinite. I loved how the husband was so clueless the entire movie, yet at the end he was so right about everything. Yeah. It's like, stop fighting, just be nice. Mm-hmm. So instead of fighting all the people attacking her, she finds out what makes them happy and gives them that, including the guy that likes to be tortured like S&M shit. Oh, Lord. And he's like spanking. She puts a gag in his mouth and spanks his ass, and he fucking he orgasms. Yeah. That was that was interesting. Yeah. And just the whole like thing, like nothing matters. And the daughter sees it as like nothing matters. You know, that's it. What's the point of life? I'm just going to kill myself. And like we've all thought about like what happens when we die. And it's like, oh, my God, like, is there anything? Is there a heaven? Like, does does any of this matter? And then you start to get depressed when you think about it. Right. It's very true. Mm -hmm. And I've always thought of it that way, too. Like nothing really matters in the end. Right. So who gives a shit? Well, but then this movie is like, yeah, nothing matters. So do whatever you want to do. Like they twist it to make you feel a a, like a, a good feeling that nothing matters. Nothing matters, but enjoy the small moments throughout life that do matter. Yeah. And that you can take joy and pride. But at in. the end, when like the mother and daughter is like, well, what do we do? And it's like, we could do whatever we want because nothing yeah. matters. Yeah. So it's like, oh, like that's a, it's, I don't know. No, it was a good message. It was. You know? it, it gave me a different outlook. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch it a few more times before I can find that same outlook. I'm still at the rock phase. <laughs> I'm still the rock. I was the rock. I was the rock that was tumbling downhill. Get yeah. away from me. Josh is just a rock. His brain is a rock. I'm just a rock. <laughs> There's nothing yeah. in it. Um, no. Just shut the fuck up. We're just significant or insignificant. You know, Can I just be a rock, Can please? I just be a fucking rock, Andrew? Jesus Christ. Leave me alone. Just let me sit hey, here Josh, in eternity. She didn't get the good message. I have rock. a great... Feeling. If you noticed, I didn't yell at anyone when we were driving home. Did you notice that? We even drove the speed limit. I was surprised. Even the cars that almost hit us, I was like, 
Just be kind. It's all good. That's Not, great. It's all good. I wonder how know? long that's going to last. I feel great. That's I good. Think I, I just have to watch this movie every day. and I'll feel, <laughs> Every day I wake up, I watch this movie, and I start my day. Yeah, uh, what was that with Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler? Was it 51st 51st Dates? Dates? Yeah, yeah, you're going to be the same, except oh watching, a, watching your life on tape. Yeah. When you start the morning, you're just going to watch this to start your morning. Right. <laughs> Uh, but no, I, I I love the movie. Ten out of ten for me. Ten okay. out of ten. This is definitely worth watching. I s- seven, seven for me. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. I, I think you know, it's, I, I it's feel definitely bad for you because you didn't get the same message as me. Maybe you have to watch it again. It's definitely worth watching. You know, you, if you look at the trailer and you think it's a goofball. And you don't it think is. it's interesting? Well, it is, but it's everything. Right, all at once. Everywhere, all at once. Yeah. <laughs> but I would it. recommend watching it for sure. I mean, just for how funny it is. The movie's hilarious. Yeah. Stay through the first credit sequence. We knew, like, come on. <laughs> I was like, wait, I think this movie's over two hours. We're only an hour and a half in. This can't be the movie. Right. <laughs> but yeah, also, um, I was reading some trivia on IMDb, and apparently when Evelyn... When she's fighting people with her pinky and she uppercuts that one guy with her pinky, mm-hmm. they play the sound effect from Super Smash Bros. when you like have a critical hit. They had a couple interesting uh, interesting music and uh, uh, sound choices throughout the movie. I was I trying to remember a couple of them. Um, of course, they play uh, the, the soundtrack from Godzilla. The little... The, 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 I can't think. Clara de Lune? Okay. Claire DeLune. All right. From uh, Godzilla? Sure. No? Okay. Yeah. They had a couple other ones. Also, apparently, I didn't notice this in the first watch, obviously, but in the hot dog finger universe, whenever they play music, the music is poorly played because everyone has hot dog fingers. Oh, and everyone's playing music with their feet. Well, yeah, that's why later it's like, yeah, play with your feet. And what was also great was Jamie Lee Curtis... In the original universe, mm-hmm. she has a cast on her arm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when she's mm-hmm. playing the piano with her feet, she has a cast on her foot. Yeah, because she's been working with her. Or not a her... cast, but a... Uh... Yeah, like... No, <clears throat> it's, like a, it's like a little cast, a soft cast. Yeah, right. Yeah, because she's been using her foot all the time to sign papers and all that. <laughs> yes. So, interesting, interesting little note. Uh, this was directed by Daniel Schreinhart and Daniel Kwan better known as the Daniels, apparently the Daniels, yeah. one of the things they, they've directed a bunch of music videos. Uh-huh. One of the music videos they directed was turned down for what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They also have uh, directed music's uh, music videos for um, foster the people. The this is their first movie or something. And uh, tenacious D. Oh, nice. um, yeah. They've done short films, feature films, before this was the Swiss Army Man? And they wrote it. They wrote and directed it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Did you ever see the Swiss Army Man? No. Oh, so, so they did a few movies. But that was it. Oh, it actually had oh, Paul, Paul Dano in it. Okay. Nice. Interesting. Yeah, so there, this was the first... Uh, I imagine... So one of them's white. Time. The other guy's Asian. I imagine he's Chinese. Mm-hmm. But this so I imagine even... most of it was him... Maybe pulling from you know memories or whatever. Yeah. So the the first movie they did, Swiss Army Man, had a budget of three million and made five point eight million. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And everything all at once. This one had a budget of twenty five million and in the box office has made sixty one. 
That's just domestic, too. Domestic, Just yeah. domestic, 61. It's not going to be played in China. And it, <laughs> it, the... The major production company was A A twenty four A twenty four, and this is their most successful movie yet in Isn't, in okay. theaters. I found that out. They also produced um, Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler. Oh, right. So this beat Uncut Gems in right. the box office. Right. Okay. So interesting. Yeah, but I just want to thank the people that like just the all the reviews and and people on Twitter and social media saying how this movie rocked. To where, like, it made me want to go see it. I was like, I feel like we have to see this movie. I was very reluctant. Andrew was like, we've got to see this movie. And I was like, I uh, I guess. Sure, sure. But I appreciate Andrew for... Yes, you're welcome. You know, yeah. I you appreciate know. the hey. fans. You know, we're just a fan service podcast. I here. listen to the fans. Yeah. Yeah, we listen yeah, to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there you go. Go fucking see this movie. I'm telling you, it's great. Yeah. All right, fan questions. Excuse me as I belch. No problem, no problem. All right, here we go. Bobby the Mark Soydam, how would you guys book Jesse and Walter showing up? I hope they get more than just one episode. Maybe tease it for a few, then boom. See? I really have a hard time trying to understand what they're going to do. But when it's a show that's this good, they don't really need to be in it. No, 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 I'm not saying that. In my opinion, they don't. They don't need to. to be, no. But when it's a show this good, I don't like trying to book my own version of it because I trust Vin Gilli- Vince Gillian so much. Right, and you're just going to be disappointed no matter what because Vince Gillian's going to have a better version of whatever. Of course, yeah, about. most likely. He yeah. know, these are his characters. He does them very well. It's like me trying to predict a Tarantino film or trying to tell him what to do. Mm-hmm. You know? So, we appreciate the question, Bobby, but just just let Vince Gillian tell the story. Yeah. It's going to be better than anything. Like, you Bobby, I of. get it. Like, when I book a better Raw, you know. That's easy, because anybody can do that. <laughs> I mean, Andrew's son, Leo, could book a better Raw. Probably. But Andrew's son, Leo, is not going to book a better Jesse and Walter appearance. Oh, don't underestimate my son. You never know. So, so sorry. sorry. Uh, pop culture junkie, uh, fuck, Mary kill, Amber Heard. Ugh. Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh, Lord. Pamela Anderson. <clears throat> well, you, you, oh, man, I guess you married This Pam is all Anderson? of them now, right? I, I would imagine so. I guess you marry Pam Anderson. Pam Anderson's the least insane, right? She does seem the least insane. You fuck Jada Pinkett Smith because she doesn't care. She'll just fuck you and just to get... Just to make Will cry. And I guess you just murder... You kill Amber Amber <laughs> She's a terrible... With Johnny Depp, though. I guess jo- Johnny well, Depp Johnny would Depp and, help. Johnny Depp and Paul Bettany, because they wanted to kill her together, remember? Oh, yeah. And rape the corpse. Oh, Lord Jesus. That's, those What's are that? in the texts that they sent to each other. <laughs> I haven't been keeping up with everything. Apparently, I missed that one. Yeah. But I think that's the right order. Uh, Amir, can we get Stone Cold to the funny how section of Goodfellas? So it's Joe Pesci, but it's Stone Cold. I'm funny how? Like a clown? I amuse you? I make you laugh? What? Come on, you're big boy. Speak up for yourself. I don't know. I need like the whole quote, but that's basically it. Oh, okay, that's good. I make you laugh? What? I amuse you? What? Do you I'm f- funny like a clown? What? Do you f- think I'm funny like a clown? Like no, a stop. clown? Stop it. Remember what I said about doing impressions? I can do a Joe Pesci. What did I say? What did I say about doing impressions? Do you think I'm funny? You think I'm funny? No. 
That's not Joe Pesci? That's pretty funny. That's good. Uh, what did I tell you about doing impressions? I can only do Roddy Strong. Don't do impressions. I can do Roddy Strong, and I, I'm growing. I can do That's I can it. do a Joe Pesci. That's it, Josh. How long have I known you? And I, th- I think I've got a... Seven years. I think I've got One a, impression. <laughs> One. I've got a pretty good Danny DeVito, too. No, you don't. A really As the good penguin? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. You're going to bite my nose off? Well. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Well, Batman. When does he say that? No, come on. No. Well, Batman. Yeah, I was getting, I was warming up. <laughs> Peter, I know you guys weren't big on Young Rock, but there were two recent episodes that were wrestling fun. Uh, okay. I don't know. Every time I've seen it, I just cringe. Statement or question? That was just a statement. Sounded more like a statement. Carlos Ramirez, who is Batman's second greatest foe? Now, is this movies or comics? Because I don't know the Batman comics well. But Pop Culture Junkie says the writers and casting directors. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty funny. I would imagine... Omar says Raj al Ghul. Like in the movies? Raj al Ghul. <laughs> in all the Batman movies? No. You want to do that? No. I, I mean, I guess... So I'm... Joker's one, obviously. That's why they said second best. Who's the second, who's the second best villain of all the Batman movies? Bane or Raj al Ghul? Or maybe the Riddler? No, no. maybe Two Face? No, not Two Face. Hmm. The Riddler was great in the Batman. Again, the only really good part of the Batman was the Riddler, but I would still give it to Bane or Rosal Ghoul. That's a pretty interesting question. I guess that's more subjective, too. Or, you know, well, there's a lot, a lot of opinions to that one. Marcus Munez, when can we get movie brackets? Uh, that will be coming at some point. Hmm. Just don't know when yet. Know the that. Riddler, is there a better prequel than Better Call Saul? Nothing compares. Batman begins a distant second. Um, although, like Jason Deeren replied, I'd call Batman Begins a reboot, not a prequel. What yeah, about Gotham? It's a reboot. Is Gotham? No? No, that's a... Okay. No. no. And yeah, Batman Begins not a, is not a prequel. It's a reboot. So, Better Call Saul, better, best prequel. I'm trying to think myself. Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I would think. Yeah. S. Thorne, Pushfire Berry Classic Arnold movies, Commando, Running Man, Total Recall. Hopefully, they're not too scary oh, for Josh. Man. I, oh, look, Omar said, Really? Josh. <laughs> Is, uh, would By Running the way, Man be considered a, a scary movie? Running Man? It was kind of scary. No, no. No. You've seen all of them? I've seen all of them. I would push. Push Total Recall. Total Recall. It's fucking amazing. Barry, Running Man, and Fire uh, Commando. I liked Running Man. I love all of these, but I think that's right. Commando is not worth being fired, though. No. And Running Man is not worth being buried, either. They're all fucking great. Where's the Predator in that one? The Predator should be up there. Yeah, but Predator is like a legit good movie. Yeah, <laughs> these three are movie, like right? fucking ridiculous, but they're amazing. At the Predator, same time. a scary movie, right? No, no, mm, no. That's action, action horror, action. I would say that's more action. Damn, it's Arnold, dude. Mm. Action movie. Jason Deerham, I think this week would be the best time to introduce Walton Jesse in the storyline. Maybe in the cliffhanger, be the perfect time with the mid-season break. It would create a lot of hype, giving anyone who's missed out on the show so far. A couple of months to get caught up. By the way, I think they want us to root for Howard and hate Jimmy and Kim, especially after showing us a glimpse of his miserable home life. Yeah, you should have been Why? rooting for Howard. Everyone for a relates while. to Howard because everyone has a shitty wife. 
shitty wife and people are always fucking with you. I mean, Jimmy and Charles McGill fucked with Howard for so long. So long. But also about bringing in Walt and Jesse right now, I don't... I don't think so because again, my they're idea, not going to be in the ne- they're not going to be heavily featured in the next season. My idea would just be like a blue bag of meth drops on Jimmy's desk or something. Look what I fa- you know some, but that's I feel like that's just a too obvious. Yeah, like certainly. that's probably in a bunch of like fan fiction shit. I think we're going to get Walton Jesse in a in a quick one off. And I don't think it's going to lead to anywhere. So showing them, of course, that's the lead to something. Well, that, that's what I, I don't. You think so? Of course, that's to mean something. He's not going to just do it for no reason. Fan service. He's not going to. Yeah, but still, he's not going to do it for no reason. He put Walt in El Camino, and it was a scene. That's what I mean. That's what it will be like in Better Call Saul. It'll be something we didn't see them do. Because in El Camino, alive. they went to. They went to. They had breakfast. We never saw that scene in Breaking Bad, right? Walt's still alive. <clears throat> no, that's not what I mean. I think. So. I mean, he could be. Maybe he you is. Know? But I don't think so. That would be jumping the shark at that point. <laughs> but no, I think there could be another scene that we that just we didn't see in the in Breaking Bad. Look in El Camino. Yes, it was cool to see Walt, but it made sense. He talked about Jesse's future after mm-hmm. all of this, you know, like. So I think they'll they'll make it make sense. Okay. I trust Vince Gillian. Uh, Pat, Peyton Livingston, how would you rank the movies you have seen in theaters this year so far? Um, what have we seen? <clears throat> well, obviously, this movie we just saw is number one for Andrew. Number one for me. I think so. Um, I don't know why you had to say it sarcastically. I, I still like okay, Doctor so, Strange. I, I think Doctor Strange Doctor is Strange. Be my number one. Nick Cage, the Nick Cage movie. That one was good. Uh, Sonic 2. Sonic 2 was good. Too. Morbius. Bleh. Morbius is last, whatever the list is. This is just movies, right? Yeah, yeah. movies. Uh, Batman 89. <laughs> <laughs> we did see that one. The Batman. Mm. Uncharted. <laughs> nope. Jackass Forever. Are you writing all these down? Yeah. Uh, the King's Man. <laughs> oh, no, that's last. That's last. That's last. Don't look up. That's Oh, that's somewhere in the middle, probably. And the South Park. Oh, that wouldn't count South Park. That's not really a movie. Uh, okay, so no. You wrote all of them down? Yeah, man. And then there was another. I could probably do this quick. What was the other one? Uh, Morbius. Oh, Sonic. Uh, yeah, so I think this is my list. Doctor Strange, Everything All at Once, The Batman, Sonic, don't look up, Uncharted, Morbius, and then the Kingsman. Bam. Okay. Let me see. Uh, for me, it would be everything all at one, everything everywhere all at once. Number one, then Doctor Strange. Oof. Then Sonic Two. Then the Batman. And then it's just a downhill. Then turn. it's the same. Don't look up. Uncharted. Morbius. Kingsman. Yeah, it's yeah. just a solid downhill. Then it's just I- shit, <laughs> and I don't give a fuck because it's all shit. But whatever the list is, Kingsman. I mean, Kingsman's going to be the worst movie we see <laughs> yes, this year. It's so bad. Yeah, if we do a Razzies or whatever at the end of the year, it that's going to so be the that's going to be the fucking worst. Fucking bad. <laughs> it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Give me your son. I think your son wants to fuck me. <laughs> Take off your underwear. Let me lick your wounds. 
It's like blowing the dead. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Omar, can we get a Jurassic Park movie marathon recap? All the universes are colliding. The original cast of Jurassic Park colliding with the new cast of Jurassic World. I'm calling it right now. Next Jurassic Park is going to be Guardians of the Jurassic Universe. <laughs> That's funny with Chris Pratt. Listen, if Andrew wouldn't watch Top Gun before we see Top Gun 2, there's no way on fucking earth Hold on. that he's going to make me see every single one of those god-awful Well, I am going to watch Top Gun before we watch Top Gun 2. Oh, I am really? going to watch it. Yeah, I have okay. to. Interesting. All right. The only problem is, next week, I'm going to be out of town for like the whole week, and I'm not getting back till Sunday. Oh, shit, that's right. So... We'll have to do Top Gun 2 the following week. We'll just be a week behind with Top Gun 2. So we're going to do Top Gun next week? No. No. Oh. No, I'll probably just watch it on my own. I mean, you know? I like it. I'll watch it. Yeah. But I mean, next week we have the mid-season finale of Better Call Saul and the season premiere of Obi-Wan. Then the following week, The Boys starts. <sighs> so we're going to have Obi-Wan and The Boys like every week for a while. Mm. So we're going to have a lot. Right. Yeah. But that is all for fan questions and comments. So make sure you subscribe to our podcast wherever you're viewing us. We have also exclusive videos on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Hollywood Hogwash Pod. Follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Hollywood Hog Pod. Again, like Josh said, let us know what your favorite top five movies are of all time. I would love to see everyone's list. All the people I know in my life, I always ask them, like, what's your favorite movie? You know, mm-hmm. like, I, I like to know everyone's favorite movie and all that. I'm so obsessed with that stuff. Yes, we will critique the list as they as they come to us. Yeah, that's right. And uh, next week, we'll see you next week. Better Call Saul, mid-season finale, and uh, the premiere of Obi-Wan. The, I think it's the first two episodes they're putting Obi-Wan. Maybe so. So, yeah. So, the death of Ken Wexler next week. I don't think so. She's going to be in cuffs. We'll see. We'll see.